We're glad to bring you this message from Timeless Truths Radio Ministry with Pastor Jerry Burns. We trust that you'll be blessed as you apply these timeless truths to your daily life. And they that come to God must believe that He is. He is the Creator. He has the resources to provide. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You see, our heart is not pure by default. Listen, if we're going to be right with God today, if we're going to be right with God today, then we're going to have to understand who He is. In verse number 15, he says, listen, if you choose to do what is right in this society, then you will be treated as the enemy. You will be rejected. You will be looked down upon. In verse number 14, he says, judgment is turned away backward. Last week, Pastor Burns was sharing with us a wonderful, timeless truth from the Word of God. Our time ran out, so we're going to jump in where we left off. Grab your Bible, maybe a cup of coffee, and let's learn from the Word of God this morning. Pastor, take it away. Jesus, then we lack nothing. No added supplement is needed to live a life full and complete, as the Lord is our shepherd. Now, I recently just turned 42. And I'm at the age where many people will go through what we would call a midlife crisis from age 40 to age 60. People will often experience these midlife crises. People lose their identity. They lose their purpose. They question decisions and directions in their life. But for a Christian, we understand that our identity is found in the shepherd. And this is what David is writing about in Psalm 23. Because Jehovah God is my shepherd, he writes here, my cup is full. I shall not want. He gives to me a plentiful provision.
fold by providing himself a sacrifice for our sin. I think that we'd all agree that salvation is our greatest need. John chapter 8, verse 23, the word of God says this, And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath, and I am from above. Ye are of this world, I am not of this world. I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins. For if ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins. Then said they unto him, Who art thou? And Jesus saith unto them, Even the same that I said unto you from the beginning, I have many things to say and to judge of you, but he that sent me is true. And I speak to the world those things which I have heard of him. They understood not that he spake to them of the Father. Then said Jesus unto them, When ye lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things. And he that sent me is with me, the Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him. That's a wonderful testimony for all of us. As he spake these words, many believed on him. There are three important truths from this passage of Scripture that I want us to focus on this morning. First of all, the greatest trouble and focus. They did not believe in Jesus as the Savior, the Messiah. They lived their life in unbelief. Some lived in ignorance. Others lived in rebellion. And no doubt there were those who lived in confusion. But Jesus said, ye must believe that I am he. I am the Messiah. I am the Savior. Not only the greatest trouble and focus, the greatest truth we find in verse 28, we notice that Jesus was the answer to their sin. He would be lifted up is the expression here in the Bible. He would die in their place. Salvation would be offered to all that call upon the name of the Lord. But notice the greatest tragedy that we face. It is to reject God's provision and to pay for our sins to die in our sins. If our greatest need had been information, God would have sent an educator. If our greatest need would have been technology, God would have sent us a scientist. If our greatest need would have been money, God would have sent us an economist. If our greatest need would have been pleasure, God would have sent us an entertainer. But our greatest need was forgiveness, and God sent us a savior. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. We see the supply of the soul, but also the supply to the saint. Now, Jesus taught the Sermon on the Mount that the Gentiles worry about many things in their life what they eat, what they drink, what they wear. But Christ told his disciples in Matthew 6, verse 25, he said, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than mean in the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubic unto his stature? 
And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? O ye of little faith, therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things hey, this is Josh. shall be added we'll get back unto you. To the message this morning in just a moment. We wanted to invite you in joining us in this ministry of proclaiming the gospel message to our region. Please pray for us as we endeavor to share God's timeless truths, but also your financial investment is appreciated. You can send a financial gift by mail to 1720 Glasgow Street, Kitchener, Ontario, N2N. 0A7. Or you can e-transfer to send your gift by using the email give at kitchenerbaptist.org. Your financial gift would be a great blessing and encouragement to us, and it will help us stay on air and share God's timeless truths to our community. We would love to pray for you. If you have a prayer request, head on over to timelesstruthsradio.com and send us your prayer request today. We believe that God hears and answers our prayers, and we are excited to add your requests to our prayer list. If you have any questions about this morning's message, please reach out to us. We would love to hear from you, even if it's just a word of encouragement. You'll find our contact information at TimelessTruthsRadio.com. We are here to help you in any way that we can, so please do not hesitate to send us an email or give us a call. Okay. Now that we've taken care of these items, let's get back to this morning's message. Once again, here's Pastor Jerry Burns. Jesus said that he was going to a cross in John 14 to make a way for us to go to the Father. Philip said in John 14, 8, he said, Lord, show us the Father and it sufficeth us. And Jesus said in verse 10 to 12 that by his work he would bring true satisfaction to our soul. What do you want today? Now, I say this by faith. If you could have it, you still wouldn't have enough. One day, a man was speaking to Mr. Harriman. He was a a railway mogul. He was an investor, a man of great wealth and great influence. And he said to Mr. Harriman, he said, I'm richer than you are. And Mr. Harriman said, well, how is that? And that man said, because because you don't have all you want, and I do, so I am richer than you. Sheep may have the habit of wandering off to greener pastures, but this practice is dangerous to the sheep. They stray and they become easy prey. When we become discontent, we become easy prey. And this is how marriages fall apart. This is how relationships crumble. This is how churches decay. Christians become ineffective to the Lord when they are not satisfied. 
But I want to remind you that discontentment was one of the reasons Adam and Eve took of the fruit. Satan said, hey, you can be like God. In Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 10, the Bible says, he that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This is also vanity. But David didn't find his satisfaction in his kingdom. David didn't find his satisfaction in having the perfect home or, you know, the 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 perfect picture uh, family. David didn't find his satisfaction in finding or earning another dollar. He didn't find it in his popularity or any of these things. David said, the Lord is my shepherd and he is enough. He is enough. I think about satisfied with his purpose satisfied with his purpose. There are those that believe that satisfaction comes from God who will give them everything that they want. And they read Psalm 37 and they think, well, if I love Jesus, then I can get a Tesla. Or if I love Jesus, then I can get the newest iPhone or a brand new home, or I can get a brand new cottage. They read, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Because all of these things are the desires of my heart, a Tesla, an iPhone, a cottage, a new home. But that's not what the Bible is saying. If you delight in Jesus, then the deepest desires of your heart will be met because the desire of your heart is Jesus. And David didn't say that it was what the shepherd gave him, but the shepherd himself that brought satisfaction and the shepherd's purposes in his life. Colossians 2 verse 9 says, For in him, Jesus, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Jesus, as God, has poured his life into ours. And Paul said that the life that we now live is lived through the power of Christ who lives through us. He writes in Colossians 2 verse 10, And ye are complete in him which is the head of all principality and power. Our life is full because of Christ. It's the person of Jesus who makes the difference in our life. And if you are discontented with your life today, then I encourage you to turn your eyes upon Jesus and look full in his wonderful face and the things of this earth will grow strangely dim at the light of his glory and grace. But also, I think we are satisfied not only with his purpose, but we are satisfied with his presence, with his presence. Paul didn't live his life for greener pastures. He lived his life without covetousness. He lived his life to be content. And in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, the writer of Hebrews reminds us to let our life be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. We notice the presence of Christ. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And this is a wonderful satisfaction in knowing that Jesus is always there 
to help us and to guide us and to comfort our souls, to give us a wonderful salvation. We can be satisfied today with his purpose in our life. We can be satisfied today with his presence. And David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I am satisfied with him. But I want us to think about thirdly, the security in my steps, the security in my steps the supply of the shepherd, the satisfaction of the sheep. But Psalm 23 is a wonderful poem of the loving shepherd guiding us through our life. You see, we're on a pathway to our eternal home, and that's what Psalm 23 is all about. It's wonderful because really the first verse of the psalm, it really paraphrases the entire psalm. The Christian life is often illustrated by the children of Israel wandering in the wilderness. In Psalm 78, verse 52, the Bible says, but made his own people to go forth like sheep and guided them in the wilderness like a flock. And he led them on safely so that they feared not, but the sea overwhelmed their enemies And he brought them to the border of his sanctuary, even to his mountain, which his right hand had purchased. He cast out the heathen also before them and divided them an inheritance by line and made the tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. The children of Israel never really learned the lesson that the shepherd was enough. If we had a a psalm from their perspective They would say, the Lord is my shepherd, but we did want. We wanted more. And that's why they got themselves in such a mess. That's why they were always in distress. God was always present. He was there to help them, but they just didn't learn and they didn't lean into the shepherd. God is our shepherd, brings us to a place of everlasting hope. God is shepherding our life and guiding us and directing us in our life each and every day. God shepherded his people all the way to their destination. And friend, if the Lord is your shepherd, then this will be your story as well. He may take us down roads that we never expected to travel or roads that we would never have chosen for ourselves. And yet, for the entire journey, we will lack nothing. It was Henry Baker who said this about Psalm 23 and God's guiding us each day. He said, the king of love my shepherd is, whose goodness faileth never. I nothing lack if I am his, and he is mine forever. And so through all the length of days, thy goodness faileth never. Good shepherd, may I sing thy praise within thy house forever. Our life isn't always easy. The Bible says that we are born into trouble like the sparks fly upward. But we can rest assured that God takes care of each event and weaves them into a wonderful tapestry for his glory and for our good. We can trust the shepherd as he leads us each step along life's way, knowing that his presence and purpose in our life 
is enough. With him by our side, we shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, said David, and I shall not want. Jehovah God, my life is in his hand. But what does it look like? Well, there's the supply of the shepherd. There's the satisfaction of the sheep. And there's the security along life's pathway. I shall never want as long as God is leading me on. Let me ask you this question this morning. Do you know the good shepherd? You cannot truly know his satisfaction until you've accepted the provision for your soul. If you would be honest with God today and yourself, you would say, Pastor Burns, I am not sure that heaven is my home. I am not confident that if I were to die today, I'd be with Jesus. The Bible says these things are written that ye may know, and salvation is not a hope so. It's an assurance or a hope that you can have in your heart, a confidence that you can have in your heart. If you believe in the gospel today, that's the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and it's good news. If you believe that Jesus died for you, that you cannot save yourself, Outside of Jesus, you are hopelessly lost, and you need Christ and his salvation. You can pray a simple prayer like this, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. Lord, I know I deserve hell. Lord, would you save me? I believe your gospel. I believe you died for me. Wash my sins away. Make me a part of your family. Now, this is not a magic prayer, but it's a heart decision. If you believe in your heart, that you're a sinner, and that you need the salvation of Christ, and you prayed that prayer, then the Bible says you're a Christian. You're born again into the family of God. And you don't have to hope so that you have an eternal home. You can know so based on what the Bible says and God's timeless truths. We'd love to hear about that decision. Would you please write to us or give us a phone call or send us an email? All of the information that you need is on our website, kitchenerbaptist.org. Maybe you're a Christian today and you're straying from the Lord. Maybe you're not satisfied in the provision of the good shepherd. You'd say, Pastor Burns, I need your prayers today. I'm going to pray for you in just a moment. This prayer is for you. If you'd be honest with God and you'd acknowledge the fact that maybe you're not trusting in God the way that you should, I'm going to pray for you in just a moment. God, help us as we think about where God wants to lead us. God, help us to be obedient sheep. Let's pray for each other, Lord. We're grateful for all of your blessings. We're grateful for your timeless truths, that you use your word to guide us and lead us in a world that is filled with darkness. Lord, I pray for every listener. I pray if there's a listener who's not saved, who does not have the hope of salvation, I pray that they would bow their head even now and ask you to be their savior. Lord, I know you'll hear that prayer and you'll answer it. I pray, Lord, for the Christian who is straying from you. Maybe, Lord, there's a Christian who's not trusting you the way that they ought. I pray that you would give them that confidence. Help them in this new year to make good decisions that would honor you. Lord, we thank you for all that you've done for us and what you'll continue to do. We're grateful that you are our shepherd and that because of you, 
we shall not want. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to our program this morning. God bless you. And we'd love for you to come and visit us at Kitchener Baptist Church. We'd love to to meet you. God bless. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us for this morning's program. Timeless Truths is a ministry of the Kitchener Baptist Church in Kitchener, Ontario. We are a refreshingly conservative Baptist church that preaches the Word of God. For more information about the ministries of our church and how we can be a blessing to you, check out our church website at kitchenerbaptist.org. Our radio program is available because of the faithful prayers and financial support of listeners just like you. You can support our ministry by sending a financial gift to Timeless Truths Radio Ministry at 1720 Glasgow Street, Kitchener, Ontario, N2N 0A7. That is 1720 Glasgow Street, Kitchener, Ontario, N2N 0A7. You can also e-transfer your support to give at kitchenerbaptist.org. To learn more about our ministry, visit our website at TimelessTruthsRadio.com. Do you know the Jesus we talked about in this program? You can have abundant life through Jesus Christ right now. Just say yes to Jesus today. Fully trust in Him. Learn more about the Jesus of the Bible and how you can have eternal life. Check out our video at KitchenerHope.com. Once again, thank you for joining us this Sunday morning. From Pastor Burns, and the Kitchener Baptist Church. Have a wonderful day. Join us next week when we open our Bibles and learn more from God's timeless truths.